Hey, yo, welcome to Top Trio. Welcome to another amazing episode of That Was Three. Three. And guess what? This is episode three. So this is a very special episode for a very special week of wrestling. All because SummerSlam was amazing, but we're not going to talk about SummerSlam. We're going to talk about something even better, which is AEW Dynamite, AEW Rampage, and all things AEW. And maybe we'll touch SummerSlam. Maybe we have enough time, but it's going to be more or less a quicker podcast. We got things we got to do, but I want to thank my man Jose for coming back on, co host of That Was Three. How you doing, bro? Doing good. Uh, I, I feel really bad for my video quality looking a little bad, but uh, I'll, I'll work on that for next time. Come on, man. I mean, I, I pay you in theoretical dollars, man. You gotta have <laughs> you gotta have great camera quality, man. I can't be having this, man. I'm sorry, man. I know, man. Look, we're still waiting for those royalty checks from like WB and Tony Khan and all that. So once we get to happen, if you get an opportunity, <laughs> the. Um, uh, Master of Universe podcast. We're all gonna get paid for that. Well, he's gonna get paid because I'm sure his <laughs> like. But if you catch that uh, Masters of Universe podcast is on our YouTube channel. Check it out. All the royalty is gonna go to Jose, and he's gonna <laughs> build himself a house, a picketed fence, and everything. So, <laughs> so talk to me about SummerSlam. Oh no, I'm not SummerSlam. Um, talk to me about AEW, and let's just go ahead and start with Dynamite. I don't even remember Dynamite, dude, because I was so exuberant about Friday night. But we're going to start with the appetizer, and then we're going to go in to the main course. So give me your talking points. What, what was good about Dynamite this week? What, what, what did you like? What didn't you like? Uh, so a lot of things happened. Uh, yeah, like you said, you know, there was a, a lot of stuff happened. Uh, that seems to be the normal thing every week yeah. now with wrestling. A lot of shit happened. Oh, that's my one. Um, so real quick, uh, Dynamite actually started off really cool this week. Uh, they had Moxley and Kingston chilling out in the back. You know, Kingston yeah. sitting there on his phone, like making it look like he's talking to somebody. We know he is. And then Moxley comes up and then they go, they start walking out there. Wild and, you know, thing. Yeah, exactly. You know, wild things playing. Then out of nowhere, uh, 2.0 and Daniel Garcia jump them. Yeah. Dude, they are, they are putting stock into those yeah. three guys. And that is, that is how you build a star. Wait, wait, like, wait, wait. No, the wrestling Twitter verse is saying that's bad booking by Tony Khan. He doesn't know how to book people and just don't. I mean, I mean, I you know, hey, if that's if that's what they believe, then um, you know, because I, I think I think I watched the same program you're watching, and I didn't see anything <laughs> wrong with it. So, I mean, I enjoyed it, and at the end of the day, I guess everything's subjective. So, only thing I have uh, problem you, before you before you finish that match is the fact that Moxley didn't get back up the whole time. Kicks is perfectly fine. Moxley is like going Goku knack. Like, <laughs> we didn't see Moxley at all for the rest of the night. Like, I don't know if he got like Nancy Kerrigan or what, but he was literally gone. Well, if you if you look, he was the one that was getting hit with that weapon. I guess they said it was a pipe or something yeah. the most. So I, I guess <laughs> he was knocked out. You, oh, you know, oh, oh wait, sorry, sorry guys. Wrestling's totally real. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Everything, everything really happens. Um, but, uh, so, you know, that, that happens. And then, t- uh, 2.0, which they're quickly, you can tell even as heels, they're, they're getting people on their side and that's the good thing. Yeah. Um, they call out Darby and Sting and I love how commentary is like, that's a stupid thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> you know, and so they, they come out there, the, um, it's actually a pretty solid match. Um, yeah. I, I love the fact that they, they they made a big deal about the fact that it was Sting wrestling on TNT for the first time in what like twenty plus years. Yeah, but it wasn't like the absolute focal point. I mean, obviously we knew that they were gonna let Sting get the win. Um, and you know, for, first and foremost, you you're talking about Goku. Uh, let's talk about the fact that Sting went total Tom Cruise, put through a table and just sat up like it was nothing. Dude. I know people hated that, but at the same time, I loved it because it was just like, look. He's the icon. He's the legend, he's, man. He's like, a legend. They're they're hyping him up, and I love the fact that 2.0 played it off so well. Like they were genuinely freaked out. 
you know, like, oh my God. Um, and then, you know, he hit uh, Darby, pops in from behind, gets him with the, uh, with a the kick. They both, you know, just happen to fall into place and then, yeah. you know, uh, double Scorpion death drop. And then of course, Sting pulls off a uh, double um, like, uh, leg lock. And, you know, they both tap, made Sting look great. Honestly, 2.0 and uh, Garcia, they're they're looking great so far because even if they're taking losses, they're still looking like, hey, we're bold enough to come out here and try to fight these guys. Like that match, though. they were beating on uh, in the beginning because yeah. it was, I guess it's, oh, it was a tornado uh, tag. So technically no rules. They were beating on them in the oh, beginning. All about tornado tag, don't you? <laughs> uh, oh god those days um that's that's a whole nother uh vlog <laughs> just remember, but, um, just remember folks you cannot take the belt and leave on a disqualification but that's a whole nother vlog though uh we will we'll get back to that one day but one, one thing i will say about 2.0 though they broke character because they checked on stink consistently through the match make sure yeah. stink's good and I was like, that's respect. The whole match, they were giving him cues, making sure he was okay. They didn't want to hurt him. And I was just like. Yeah, yeah. like when they when they set up for that powerbomb, yeah. you could see that they stopped because one of them was a little too far up. And yeah. so they stopped so they could be even. And then they both hit it. And uh, I mean, he took that like a champ on the table. Yeah. He, that was like probably his cleanest bump he's done in years. Long time. That's saying something because of, you know, like the surgeries and everything. But like, um, just kind of jumping real quick, the whole, uh, when they jumped Darby and Sting in the beginning and they were fighting and then yeah. they hit T uh, 2.0, hit Darby with their finisher on the ceiling because they lifted him up and slapped him into it. I was like, okay. And then, yeah, like you said, uh, uh, Kingston was the one that came out and dragged uh, Daniel away. So I like the feud that's going on there. So um, next thing would be, uh, you know, uh, obviously this is not specific order, but Sammy versus Sean Spears. Uh, Dude, these two. Yeah. Put a belt in between them to fight for them, and we are going to get some five star matches because they can deliver. And the fact that, like, this was all, uh, uh, you know, obviously inner circle and um, uh, pinnacle, but it was also stemming off of the fact that earlier in the night, Sammy proposed to his girlfriend Pam, uh, and then, you know, Sean Spears said some some not so nice things. and then they came out there, and I love the fact that Sean Spears tried to jump Sammy, but instead of Sammy getting beaten up, no, Sammy just turned around and they started fighting and they were going at it. Because that is one thing I will admit that AEW, uh, from time to time, the whole getting jumped thing happens yeah. a bit too much. But oh, this man. one, they had Sammy be the one that turned around and was aggressive uh, in comparison to Spears, and you know they played it off really well. That's that pretty whole. Smart it showed you how smart Sammy is because he knows that this is this is their play. So yeah. I'm aware that we fought the pinnacle long enough. This is what they do. I'm smarter than you are. And this exactly. is my hometown. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, dude. Hometown advantage. Yeah. Went out there, did his thing. Uh, the, the excellent spot that they had where they both hopped up on the rope. They stopped. Beautiful. And, uh, you know, Spears gives him the finger. Sammy's like, okay. And, you know, boom, hits him with just like the cleanest, uh, essentially, you know, RKO, diamond cutter, whatever you want to call it. So clean. That's a long drop, man. Yeah. Spears <laughs> sold it, drop. sold it amazingly. I love the fact that the crowd was certain it was over and no, kicked out. Then uh, Spears did his move off the top rope. And once again, crowd thought it was over. Nope. nope. Uh, then, you know, the whole little thing on the apron where Sammy, um, uh, slams him on the uh, guardrail that they had uh, across yeah. the way. You know, that was cool. They got in there. And then, you know, he hit him with a... What? 630. Uh, the, yeah, the 630, which that... I'm surprised that did not finish the match. But I get it because that's what finished their match yeah. at the uh, last pay-per-view. Um, but then, you know, he pulled out the... Well, essentially, you know, the GTS, the whole, you know, flip over, yeah. knee to the face, got the one, two, three um i mean obviously we all knew sammy was gonna win but it was just one of those things it was a feel-good right. moment it, it was just a feel-good moment overall these two they work 
so well with each other. And yeah, like once a belt gets put on the line between the two of them, it's going to really like, it's already up here. It's going to like go up there. Yeah. Um, so after that, um, this whole Dan Lambert dude, who I'm not really too familiar with, I, is MMA or, or UFC or something. Um, yeah, you know, he came out there insulting wrestling, insulting wrestling fans. He, he, this is this is something wrestling promotions do a lot. And th- it's cool. I, I don't know enough about him, so I'm not like really hooked on it. Um, you know, he obviously he was out there because like a week or two ago, Archer hit him with his uh, finisher, which yeah. again, he took that like a champ. So credit to him. And, you know, speaking of which Archer comes out, he's getting ready to come down the ring. And then your boys, men of, uh, men of the year, jump Archer. My and man like, are back, dude. I, I miss all ego Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. And I will say this on this podcast. And it's been the last part of the Darby match. And I mean, he's been slowly trending. But Ethan Page is my favorite AEW wrestler. I love everything about him, the stature, the way he wrestled. He is a clean wrestler, man. I love it. Yeah. No, like, honestly, he's he's great. I mean, even his vlog is, like, hilarious. Love it. Uh, the, the whole vlog thing, I, I oddly enough, I say we need to do a vlog about all of their vlogs. <laughs> just because there's a lot of stuff that does happen. Yeah, even Uno <laughs> started his, too. Exactly, you know? So, and then, um, what's her name? The buddy got hers. Uh, Kingston stole my Oreos. <laughs> 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 See, so, so you know, maybe, maybe that'll be one we do later on. Yeah, we'll work, we'll uh, work on that. Uh, you know, so that happens. They beat up on Archer, uh, Lambert. Obviously, he was there with uh, two guys. I, I again, I don't know who because I don't, guys. I don't watch it. Um, but yeah, I, I love how they played it up where Lambert was like, you know, what, what are they doing? What's going on? So you, you know, there's some type of like little uneasy alliance that's going to be be there and that's totally cool that's great um you know it gives archer a a good feud to work on right now and keep him away from a belt one thing i was bad about is i think it was a lost opportunity there this is twice now this happened i think it would have been perfect time for hager to come in i think he's a happy medium and he could yeah i think it would meant a lot more to have that person who's in the middle and then have that tug of war which side are you on like that peter parker and silver war type deal yeah tony starks you with me you with cat what you want to do peter yeah that, no yeah you're right you're right yeah. um so next thing was the uh uh the tag belts were on the line but we all know the bucks weren't gonna lose um express like don't get me wrong they they always put on a good show uh they they work well with the bucks uh but i mean yeah i i feel like you like we we can just kind of move on because again we all knew they weren't dropping the belts that that is what it is jungle boy um, needs to be a singles wrestler and gets up in heavyweight contention for like from here to the end of time i i i see that happening sooner rather than later um i think right now they're waiting because of the fact that you know all those rumors of key people being signed and it's like you got to see where everybody falls into place yeah. And so it's all good. Um, afterwards, uh, you know, the elite, they're beating up on uh, uh, Jurassic Express. Christian comes out. Uh, they beat up on, on him. And then Kenny does this whole one wing angel. And Don, got his ass beat. Uh, you know, Don counts one, two, three. Just standard heel stuff. Um, nothing really new. Obviously, that feud's going. Personally, I doubt christian is winning at all out i'm just gonna be honest um but that should be a great match that should still be a great match but it's just one of those like i doubt he's winning if if they give him the belt then hey that's awesome but if not makes total sense well i I Um, see i see christian taking a little bit of break after that match because kitty kitty goes hard pay-per-views and when you get in that ring with him you don't you're gonna walk away with bumps and bruises and I, i can see kenny scaling it down a bit but with Kenny it's a full length match and it goes to the end and you are your body is broken when you're in a ring with Kenny in the pay-per-view so I'm just hoping you know Christian he looked better every week but I'm just like he gonna need his time to kind of relax maybe he'll do some commentary walk out he gonna well actually time. I don't think he will relax like that I think he's just gonna go to TNA and work on there yeah. more I mean, that's smart build that roster up get ready for that forbidden you know. door to 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, and also you can kind of play it up as like, oh, well, Kenny, yeah, he had the TNA belt, but he never really did anything with it. But look, you now have Christian over here showing up like every week, willing to fight, you know, so that's that's how I feel they'll, they'll play that. Um, after that, we had Rosa thoroughly beat down Penelope Ford. <laughs> My God. <laughs> it's like Penelope Ford owed her money. Seriously. What was the point of that match? Like, that was uh, that I I know that that uh, that stemmed off of I think it was dark elevation yeah but still Jesus that was, I mean because and again too Thunder Rosa I believe she's from Houston as well yeah so yeah. you know you give it, oh, you give like it a home, home. Yeah. yeah yeah home you know hometown advantage but good God and and I'm not gonna say that Penelope didn't put up a fight she actually did um i'm actually glad to see because i remember when we first started watching aew especially when you first started watching it and you know you were like yeah yeah they're good but you're like man penelope needs work and now she's really really like getting up there and so yeah i mean aew is pushing like penelope's in our face every single week they're really pushing her into our face and i don't know when the payoff is going to happen i think she needs a few with somebody she definitely needs a few like she needs a few to hard um, I'm thinking maybe Swole when she's done with her thing with Diamante, maybe that's a good one. But she that, that my, actually, I wouldn't mind her and Julia Hart have a uh, have Ooh, a yeah, no, that would be good. Their styles are similar, and I could see them playing off each other. I think that's a pretty good uh, rivalry. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah. Um, but again, she just she got Molly walked. <laughs> so, uh, you know, again, and then you know, Miro calling out Kingston. Uh, and, and the thing that I'm loving right now is I, I know the whole thing about like, oh, well, you know, the win and loss record, that should be determining who um, who goes up next. But I love the fact that Miro is playing this whole like I'm God's champion. So it's like he's calling people out. Yeah, it's not this thing where every week somebody else is coming out, calling them out like, no, no, it's like he is that. Yeah. And I kind of like that if they turn around and say, OK, hey, you know what, for the TNT belt. The champion can call people out. Yeah, I like that too. Like, like if they make that a thing for that belt specifically, cool, run with that because that actually works pretty well. Um, and then you know, people will will stop. Well, not really. The internet never stops, but uh, people will stop saying, "Oh, that's just like uh, WWE with the United States uh, Open Challenge." It's like, yeah, but the difference is with this, the champ is calling people out directly. Yeah, and I, honestly. They need to come on and fast forward to the Arthur Ashe show, because I mean that's 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 what you know it's going out in New York, and mm-hmm. that belt is switching hands in New York. It's happening. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, it's definitely happening. Um, then uh, just gonna kind of hit these bullet points real fast. Um, so, uh, Britt Baker and Jamie Hader call out Red Velvet. Um, it is what it is. We'll just see what happens. If maybe Velvet's got somebody that's going to pop up in her corner or they're just going to thoroughly, like, you know, beat her down. Uh, that, uh, I'm loving this whole Hardy uh, family office and best friends feud. Yeah. I love the fact that they're really playing that up. Uh, I What's his name? Wheeler Yuta? Yeah, Wheeler Yuta, he, yeah. Like, the fact that they're giving him a lot of play. I mean, granted, he's usually the one that's taking the pin, but like they're, you know, they're giving him a lot of play. <laughs> you know, um, run- if you guys watch the vlogs, there's a running joke there. It's, I love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, um, and then uh, what is it? Uh, Paul White said he's coming back into the ring. We all knew it was going to happen. Yeah. We knew it was going to happen. But uh, yeah, I love the fact that it's against um, QT Marshall. Uh, uh, Oh yeah, QT Marshall as yeah. uh, not Marshall. Uh, everybody is Marshall. Marshall. Marshall, just like Fuego says it. Uh, and I love the fact that you know QT was saying all this trash on the ramp, you know, on, on the uh, ramp. But then when Paul White points that out to him, he's like, <laughs> like literally, like, huh? Um, but uh, let let's be real though. Uh, I think his name is Camacho or uh, Camarado. Um, Oh, uh, Nick, Nick Camarado. Thank you, Camarado. Sorry. Uh, I apologize. No, it's been a long man. week, guys. Uh, Camarado, that's the feud we want to see. Yeah, and, I, and I honestly think they're, they're building to that, that that's going to be Paul White getting him over by, you know, here's another big guy. 
here you guys go. This guy, you know, kind of like a symbolic passing of the torch. Um, after that, they did this weird thing with uh, Taz and his son out there and Ricky Starks, and they showed um, Hobbs beating up uh, Cage, but, you know, he turned around and started beating up. I, I don't really know what that was. I don't, know, I don't know what the angle they were going with that. Yeah, they, they, I, I, hate to, I hate to say it because I actually like everybody that's involved with that but that that's kind of floundering and yeah you know what move on um um, they they kind of need to to figure that out uh then of course yeah just thinking about go back to team taz right quick i think it said team taz is dead they need they need to let 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 it go like let it go i mean cage is good enough by himself hobbs is not getting pushed anymore and it's driving me nuts i want to see hobbs every week but i don't (laughs) see him and i love ricky starts and I love his gimmick, but he doesn't need Taz anymore. Yeah. And if his son's if the son's not gonna wrestle, then take him off the screen. I mean, like he's there every single week. We're getting teased that he's gonna come out there and wrestle. I don't see yeah, anything. Exactly. Like every single week he's out there. I'm like, what is the point of this? He's out there more than some of the actual wrestlers. Yeah, like he gets screen time every I'm like, dude, like you just enjoying the ride being Taz Taz's son, man. Okay, cool. Good for you, man. You know, at least you ain't Goldberg's son. Oh, I didn't say that out loud, but uh, uh, next next topic. You know, <laughs> no, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then, yeah, they end up announcing that whole uh, the tag team turmoil tournament. Uh, I will say this. You and I both agree. AEW, one of their strong suits is their tournament. Awesome. Uh, so uh, and one of the matches actually happened on Rampage, which I'll be talking about in a moment. Uh, you know, so, and it was, uh, they announced Jurassic Express, Private Party, Lucha Bros, and uh, I cannot remember the fourth team. Um, it wasn't Varsity Blondes, was it? Well, it has to be Varsity Blondes. They're in contention. Oh, good God. They're going to I mean, they've been in contention for a while now. <laughs> they are going to get murdered. Ooh, when, when I you think about it, Varsity Blondes is that one team that hasn't got that, like, they haven't, they, because, you know, this, the crap that happened with that claim kind of put a dent in their yeah. progression. But Varsity Blondes, boy. Yeah, no, I mean, they, they could always surprise. Yeah. Shit. yeah, they they can always surprise. And, and Varsity Blondes, especially when over on Dark and Dark Elevation, they, they put in a lot of work. Like, they, yeah. you know, they're, they're not, they're not pushovers, you know. You know me, I just got to rep the Lucha Bros. But, um, <laughs> And then uh, the other thing too, um, uh, I I like this feud, but they really need to make sure they hit the landing. The whole thing with Andrade telling Pac, "Oh yeah, we'll fight it all out," but then he gave him a stack about this big of conditions <laughs> that had to happen. Um, but I love the fact that he just keeps throwing this at, at uh, the Lucha Bros. Like, "Yo, you guys are great." Well, happened all out. Gonna have gold when you're with Pac, and I love the fact that they just they they. It's like that annoying little thing, that annoying little voice in the back of your head. <laughs> and they're playing on it so well. I love it. Um, and I also love the fact that they have yet to do the whole, you know, where you see them kind of like, hmm, maybe like, no, no, no. Like right as of right now, the Lucha Bros look 100% committed to working with Pac. Yeah. Probably not going to be the case in a few, uh, you know, in a month or so. Well, but... after all out, after Pac loses, it's a wrap, man. Yeah. So like that's that'll be interesting. Um, and then, you know, we got to the main event, MJF versus Jericho, the uh, five labors of Jericho. Uh, first and foremost, got to give credit to the audience because they actually all sang yeah. together. It wasn't the best part of that match. Thing. Uh, you know, I, I love that fact. Uh, this, this to me, this was just a great match overall. Um, I felt that this is exactly what you needed to do. Um, you know, Jericho ends up taking the loss. The, you know, MJF pulls standard MJF moves throughout the match. But then, you know, he gets that little pinky ring of his. Yeah. Um, he's about to use it. Ref catches him. No. Uh, then Jericho gets the bat, uses it on him. There was a lot of good back and forth. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I did like the ending for the whole thing about how, like, Jericho was about to hit him with the uh, Judas effect, but that was a stipulation. You cannot use Judas effect. However, if I remember correctly, the ref was not looking at them, so he could have hit him with the Judas effect and just, you know, 
got the win. It's, it would have been the Jericho thing to do. Um, it not, you know, but it's cool. Uh, then, you know, MJF hit him with it. Um, uh, but I, I, I actually like the fact that Jericho tapped rather than get pinned. Yeah. Uh, for a lot of people, I'm, I mean, obviously if you're watching this, you, you know, wrestling, but if you don't, yeah, there is a difference between tapping out and getting pinned, um, getting pinned in a lot of regards is still considered more of a big deal than tapping. Tapping, yeah. Um, so I like the fact that they did that. And again, dude, like this whole five labors of Jericho thing, he's been looking strong in every match. So yeah, yeah. I, I like it. Um, I thought that, you know, that was a great way to end it out where you, you know, you thought Jericho was going to win and yeah. that was not the case. I, I, I give him that. Like, I trust me, I was a bit disappointed because it's like I watched Jericho dominate for four labors. He gave four great performances. And then it, I think it bothered me because it's like, again, you get to MJF. And this is twice now that you couldn't beat this man. And I'm like, and I, I just want to see where, MJ, where Jericho goes from here because I'm like, you know, of course, you know, he has his his tour starting now. They're coming yeah. up So, I mean, him and Cody are going to be on uh, exile for a while. I mean, if I jerk, I wouldn't show my face. I'd lose to MJF twice. <laughs> um, I just, and then now just like, and I'm, I'm praying and this, hopefully this works is that the MJF things translate over to a seat. Oh, we're about to go into that. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. That, that, uh, that one guy that quietly yeah, showed so, up, nobody knew and there was no big deal about it whatsoever. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's so, this, Phil, this new Phil guy? I yeah I know right so Phil yeah uh, so uh, that was chick magnet the chick magnet hey, oh yeah chick magnet yeah, the guy that uh, uh, Kenny was wearing his shirt chick magnet <laughs> so uh, that that was uh, dynamite in a nutshell uh, yeah we ain't worried about dynamite you. no more we ain't yeah yeah dynamite. we ain't worried about it yeah, no, uh, overall, is done. Uh, I will say this though uh, it was still a good show. It was yeah, still it was. a good show. Um, I know there have been some people talking about how like dynamite and rampage are going to start to slip. Because you know you gotta you gotta kind of start stretching things out because of the pay per view that's coming up soon. Um, I don't know. I, I think they're doing a good job right now. Um, so you know that went on. Then we had Rampage. Um, the third I mean, hour dynamite, folks. The third hour. Yeah, technically the third hour dynamite. Uh, let's be realistic. If you really thought the matches were going to be given proper time, you were full of it. And <laughs> Yo. yourself. Uh, the only match that got good time was the tag team turmoil tournament match between uh, uh, Jurassic Express and, and your boys private party. Uh, that was actually a good match, though. Amazing. It, uh, uh, only one thing in that match pissed me off. And this is my issue with Luchasaurus. He don't like taking hits. So Mark Quinn did a flip off the top rope in the middle of the ring, like got high up in the air. Luchasaurus took a step back and he <laughs> dropped down and then Luchasaurus <laughs> flopped. And I'm like, he was literally 10, 10 feet away from yeah. him. And usually they would go back to the replay when something big like that happens. They didn't even go to the replay. I was so mad at Luchasaurus, the fact that he actually took a step back so he, he, so he didn't get hit. Bruh, this, this, is, this is what you're in. Oh, I was high. Dude, you big as shit. Sorry, curse. You big as shit. You, you can't take that flip. Mark <laughs> Quinn is like a buck, buck and three pounds at best. And you couldn't take that? Bruh. Yeah. Sorry. Um, no, no. I mean, like, no, no. You're not, you're not wrong. Um, but that aside, match was still pretty match solid. Was fantastic. Um, definitely, definitely pretty good. Um, private party, they're, they're going to get their moment. They they are they they put in enough work, but I, I love the fact that right now they have them connected to uh, the Hardy family office, and I, I like everybody that's in that group yeah. because they're being utilized the right way. As Rock to TH two man, yeah, like, exactly. Man, they finally um, got their push. Like people recognize who they are now. Exactly. You know, like once they start getting into the mix, that'll be interesting. Uh, once uh, what, uh, Butcher comes back from tour and all that, that'll be good. Next match. Uh, I mean, Jay squashed the living hell out of uh, Kira Hogan. for last yeah. name. Yeah. Uh, now, nothing against either of them. 
But given what was going on on Rampage, nobody was going to care about the matches. They really weren't. They were lucky that people cared about the tag team turmoil match. Let's just be honest. Um, I think something happened with that Kira Hogan match. I think that was a call because they're pushing Kira Hogan. Yeah, actually. And she has a big match coming up. And they've been pushing her. And I think with the time intervals they had, they had to stick that match in there and make it quick. Because I personally couldn't see a scenario where you guys have been pushing Kira for two weeks now. And she's you trying to push her into the limelight, give her a contract, get her going, and then you squash her because there really wasn't a lot of time left before the end of the last match. So, but they really rushed that match. Like I Kiara Hogan's a good wrestler, and any chance to give her a chance to shine, it's a complete yeah. wash. Almost like um, uh Bianca and oh no, he ain't doing that, man. We're not doing that. <laughs> We're not doing that. Okay, not doing that today. No uh-huh. more, Rick. Talking about AEW. We got to keep it <laughs> AEW. Do not talk about the other brand. <laughs> right, we ahead. don't talk about the other place. Yeah. Okay. It's we're like, talking about wash matches getting crushed in 20 seconds. We're not talking about that. <laughs> it's like that scene in The Lion King, that shadowy place over there. We don't talk about you don't, that. Don't go there. You don't go there. <laughs> but um, but uh, again, I like both of them. Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely want to see more. It's just, again, given the main thing of the night, yeah, it, it, we knew it was going to happen. We all knew it was going to happen. And, uh, I, and then, I'm worried about Rampage, too, because this is my issue. Rampage isn't going to TBS. It's going to stay on TNT. Yeah. And I'm really worried about that because you're restricting this time. And somebody who I, I used to love NBC, and I mean, you're aware, you remember the, uh, the show Constantine. Yeah. Great actor, great show. But what time was it on? 10 p.m. on Fridays. It had no chance in hell surviving that. Great show. But you had it at the worst house. And it happened with Revolution on NBC. You have it at 10 oh, o'clock. You're, uh, you're one show that you will champion for, until your dying day. Until the day I die. <laughs> but it's like you, you put these shows at these horrible time slates, time slots, and you want them to progress. And they're good shows. And they're just like, and I just feel bad. Like, I mean, the Punk is going to be the biggest thing you're going to have for a long time. Even if you get Daniel Bryan saying it, we'll be right and, Ray Wyatt, you know, and you get these guys. Yeah, Punk yeah. is your loudest pop you're probably ever going to get in AEW, period. Unless Stone Cold walk, or The Rock walks down the ring or something comes in. Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, uh, it, it, it was kind of like something I told you a couple of nights ago. Um, yeah, guys, you know, the Fable 3 a.m. conversations. Um, Got to put that on the t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's the way I, I kind of, uh, refer, I kind of refer, you know, refer back to you on that one. Uh, and then uh, how, like, if you really think about the show, so they say an hour, but then when you factor in commercials, it's not really an hour. It's like, what, roughly 50, 55 minutes at the most. I know five minute, five, 10 minute difference. People say that's not a lot, but that kind of really is. Yeah, it is. And then you figure... They're going to have a minimum of three matches, maybe four, but it's always going to be a minimum of three. And then any if there's any type of promos that go on or, or talking segments or anything like that, it's like you said, it's, it's one hour and they're putting all of that in there. And my worry is that like you're going to get to a point where as much as you want to watch Rampage, yeah. people are going to start saying, oh, uh, Friday at 10, nobody I care about's on, so I'm not going to watch it because I can just watch that on YouTube. You yeah, know? it's a power show. Um, I'll, I'll catch the highlights in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Bed, like... um, and and this, this is, uh, you know, I actually am saying this is a criticism. I know those people out there who probably think we're shills for AEW, but look, I'm giving <laughs> a genuine criticism because think about it. You have two shows on YouTube that run for at least an hour and a half, if not more. Yeah. And you have multiple matches on there. Sometimes their cards are even longer or, or, yeah. or uh, more packed than Dynamite. Yeah. Um, I love Dark and, Elevation. And, you know, and so it's, yeah, you know, and so it's just one of these things where it's like, uh, I do agree with you that the 10 p.m. time slot more than likely will hurt it. Uh, I, I still think that this was a um, 
uh, this was they, they they were trying it out. They were trying it out to see if people actually wanted another um, AEW show. And so you know you put it at the 10 p.m. slot. That obviously never a good idea to do. But clearly they they are getting numbers. Clearly, Tony Khan knows the difficulties of it being at 10 p.m. So yeah. you know of course what do you do? You get person to show up you yeah. guarantee you're getting viewership because i think they had the the numbers that night uh i, I think, I think they was, ended up uh, when punk came out they had 1.3 million viewers and yeah. the demo was point for 18 to 49 was 0.53 so it it matched uh smackdowns it was it got getting i didn't know actually no it got close to smack smackdowns was 0.57 yeah, uh, AEW was 0.53. Yeah, so you know, if you do little things like that, that'll work. You'll you'll be okay. But the thing is, you can't do that every week. Yeah, you know, you you uh, you just can't because then sooner or later, people kind of it, the mystique and the whole oh kind of goes to like oh okay, you know. Um, but real quick, there was the other match: Moxley versus uh, Daniel Garcia. Good God, this Daniel Garcia is going to be getting a push. He's that already match taking on was fantastic. He's he's taking on people like Darby. He's getting in the feuds with Sting. He's fighting Moxley. He's fighting Kingston. These are, you know, roughly four four. Uh, you know, well, let, let's not include Sting. You know, he his legend status. We'll put him there. But then you got Darby, who is definitely one of the top stars. You, and then you got Kingston and Moxley. I mean, come on, like they, they are already giving him these big feuds and the big matches. And the thing is, it is uh, something that I've said in previous videos. It is convincing. It is one. These matches are never one sided like, oh, he's getting his ass kicked. It's like, no, like he is putting up a fight. He he might actually win, you know, yeah. and that's good, even with uh, 2.0. 2.0 they they really are giving these yeah. three a good push and i mean people say that they're not but i mean hey i, I guess i have no idea what the hell a push is and but um uh that aside, you know uh and then you know of course as always the the whole thing the end 2.0 running but then like i just said sting darby moxley kingston they're all out there they're all beating them down uh, the crowd was feeling it, which is always good. Um, and yeah, they they ended the night with the faces standing tall. Uh, but that was the end of the night. Now we got to go all the way back to the beginning because I knew if we talked about this first, we wouldn't <laughs> talk about anything else. Um, and we don't want to be called uh, CM Punk shows. So, so we're, we're, we're going to end the show with, with the CM beginning. Punk who started Rampage. There we go. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna end this show with the beginning of the second show that happened during the week. Yeah. So we, we, we're going to start this show with the beginning of professional wrestling. <laughs> you know. Oh, um, Rick and I had talked about it. We kept saying, uh, I don't think we talked on here. I think we talked again, just between us. And we right. were like, Hey, when, when would he pop up? Would he pop up at the beginning or would he pop up at the end? Yeah. Um, and I had said, if you want to keep the viewership, you make him come out at the end. But at the same time, you also got to understand this is CM Punk. Those yeah. chants would not have stopped the entire night. Who's would have came in early yeah, on five exactly. minutes? In. So, you know, you they they open up. You you're seeing the chants. You're seeing the signs. You're seeing you're seeing the wristbands, the tape. Everybody's like this. It was kind of like a. Kind of like a, is this Wakanda forever for wrestling? Yeah. I guess I don't know. Uh, you know, wrestling forever. I don't know. Uh, guys. And then you know, music kicks in. I mean, everybody knows that. First off, this is a great song. I love. I've always loved the song. Cult of personality kicks in. Crowd loses it. Yeah. Nobody in the in their right mind was right about them losing it. Everyone's like, oh no, they're gonna come. <laughs> no, they they went completely crazy. Exactly what we thought. Punk comes out homie like and and there's been plenty of interviews and everything where he's already said that he was kind of just like an all moment starstruck how yeah. he basically was up there crying you could see it um and then i it, this is just a little thing 
I love the fact that they never pulled the camera away from his face so you could see the emotion on it. Oh, man. You know, like, I love the fact that they actually let us at home and, you know, people there that we have to look on the screens that you could see the emotion and they didn't, they didn't do what like a lot of other places do. We're like, Oh, 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 quick pan away. You know, no, no, they did that for the head of the table. Damn that did it again. (laughs) (laughs) I I shouldn't have moved Uh, the needle. I got to stay in one area, you know, yeah. 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 Uh, So that happened. He comes down just randomly hugging people. He jumps into the crowd. <laughs> I have never seen a security guard run over so fast. He was Get like, your ass out of there. Yeah, I of there. What are you doing? I guarantee you that job. security guard was like, oh, hell nah. He got there and, you know, but again, this is Punk's hometown. A majority of these people in this audience were probably his friends. It, it was it was going to happen like like he was he was in this moment you let it happen this was like nothing but a feel good thing loved it and i was never even a huge cm punk fan i knew how great he was but i just you know like hey that's cool yeah. uh you know finally gets into the ring gets everybody calm starts talking talking about how he's back talking about how when he actually left wrestling was when he left roh not when he left the other place um but the the fact like the fact that he was very real with the crowd by saying hey if something i've done you guys do not like i i i you know i respect you but understand for me to be to for me to get healthy mentally physically spiritually emotionally you can't be in a place that's making you sick to begin with like the the fact that it was just like yo this was him being real the whole him sitting down thing that was a nice little nod to the pipe bomb he was like Um, i I wanted to write what i was going to say but i chose not to because i wanted to feel it i was like man yeah that's yeah that that whole thing i mean then he's talking about how like he there's all these people he wants to work with and yeah. you feel it all and and you know uh there was a couple of people online that kept pointing out yeah you know he's like he keeps saying i want to help i want to help i want to help so it's like okay that's good to hear because he didn't come in there and say well he admitted you know he wants to help but he also wants to do it for himself but that's good to hear that it it isn't a this is all about me uh you know i'm a part-time like no from the way that they said it in their media uh, 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 scrum that this isn't a part-time thing and that apparently he is going to be doing commentary. He is going to be doing uh, training and, and a lot of different things with people there. Like they're utilizing him as much as he wants to be utilized. And that right there, that is the key thing. Did you hear what he said too? You know, he, he said he, he wanted to help the people on the, the, the young youth, the youth in the back, right? But yeah. he also said that he had scores to settle with people. Some people. Oh yeah, yeah, too. yeah. I was like, I think I said Jericho's probably one. <laughs> who, else, who else is back there? Uh, I was like, I, I, I could think of Jericho and probably you know um, Moxley because of the Shield. I couldn't oh, yeah. really think. I was like, Jericho would probably be that one. And I'm sure M- I am positive MJF is going to going to mess with this dude like i'm positive oh, oh yeah no it, it's a given that it's yeah. gonna be the biggest feud to have these two probably the greatest heel right now and cm punk beefing for the next six months it's it's, it's gold yeah um oh yeah and then of course all outs coming up and you know darby, darby allen Darby Allen, he calls him out, and you know, Darby, just like in dad's thing, because let's face it, that's his kid. Dude, Darby's tattoo on his face looked so sick that night. Yeah, he, he, you know, he, I I like the fact that he's really like uh, expressing himself in a lot of different ways. Like, because you know, everybody when he first came out, they're like, oh, he just likes some emo wrestler, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But no, like, he gets really into like his persona. Um, and I really think obviously that's why, uh, I mean, even Punk said it, he was like, yeah, if I was a kid right now, Darby Allen would probably be my favorite wrestler. Yeah. Um, and you know, the fact that like, you know, everybody pointed this out, like a couple months ago, you were asked who would you want to work with? And there was this name, this name, this name, this name. And the key name that everybody remembers is you said Darby Allen. So your first feud or match is Darby Allen. Um, at all out 
And my only thing is like, who is winning? Well, so Darby can take the L. It's going to suck. Yeah. But Punk is at home in Chicago. If Darby wins, the only way this will work out, if me personally, I've been thinking about this, Darby would have to turn heel for him to be a get, get out of Chicago alive. It would have to be planned that he turn heel. There's no way I can see that. that Darby can be good and beat Punk and walk out of Chicago on a pop. Chicago would kill Darby. They, they, they're going to come <laughs> over the banister and kill this man. But what I will say, though, is think about think about Darby Allen in a sense. We can close this up. I, I was kind of like everybody else. It's like, why do you keep pushing this cat? Like, there's other people I want to see on Dynamite. Like, this cat gets his ass whooped every single night, puts it, you know, then him and Sammy try to kill each other. And I'm like, this is unhealthy. But I'm thinking about all the people who push Darby into the limelight. Miro, Cody, you know, Sting came back to push Darby to new heights. Now you got CM Punk pushing Darby, every single body in AEW, and Tony Khan, you know, just, just he, everybody's done so much to push Darby to make him the face at AEW in the next few years. In the next two years, it's Darby Allen show. I, I don't. Most of the older guys are going to be kind of retiring or just taking a step back. You just look at Darby Allen and Sammy on them, but Darby, this is Darby Allen's uh, wrestling corporation, man. It just he he's close he's the main event like yeah. he's, he's main eventing the end of the night is darby allen like there's other wrestlers who are better than he is and who deserve that pop but darby allen is getting the main event almost each and every freaking night it's amazing like i just i mean think about it like this too their their match at all out is gonna be like what the um undertaker's matches used to be at wrestlemania where for a good amount of years, the the whole mystique of like, yo, is somebody going to beat the streak? A lot of times that match was more important to people than the actual championship match at the end of the night. So like for All Out, that's what's going to happen here too. Like, don't get me wrong, they're, they're, it's probably going to be put in, in, in a good spot in the card, but that's going to be the match that everybody is more invested in. Yeah. Then like the championship match or you know anything. Um so yeah, again, Darby like delivers that man. main main event status. And that that's that's cool to see because they are finally paying off on that. Because if you remember back when he got the TNT belt, the first thing that Cody said was that I had to fight to get you here because I believed that you are the face of this company. This is what the face of the company does. Yeah. You know, you go into a main event like this or a match that is a main event like this, you know, because obviously it's not going to be the main event of the show. But uh, yeah, that's that's definitely going to be like a highlight uh, match to watch. Well, one thing I want to do on our next podcast is, and I really want to talk about this. I think this would be a good swerve as outside of just doing updates on Dynamite and Rampage. I want to talk about let's call it's called it's called it the five-year plan or the three-year plan. Three-year plan. Three. We're like let, let, let's let's get it together and where do we see AEW as a roster hierarchy in three years? Okay. I think that, I think that would be pretty cool to see because it's just like they're standing right now, but half of the roster due to contracts and due to age is not going to be available. And I would All love right, to yeah. see in three years, what do we think that, how will the champion look? How will the division look? Who's going to be on top? Who's going to be gone? Let's think about the overall three years from now, where will AEW be at as a roster and as a whole, and as a company? I think that'd be a great discussion. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm down. So that way, uh, so basically what you're really telling me is in three years, how many ex-WWE wrestlers are going to be in uh, AEW? Well, I mean, the whole NXT roster in the next couple of days is going to be eight. Oh, because because they're about to change. Terrence talking about that's, talking about that stuff. Yeah, again, but uh, that's going to be. They're changing the whole perspective, and they're going younger, and they don't want these guys who already they're already invested in. They're not moving them to Raw or SmackDown, so 
Guess what? Your choices are NWA, Impact, Ring of Honor, Japan. I mean, you could, yeah, Japan. <laughs> I mean, but the thing is, though, these, like, you know, back in the day, people always used to kind of laugh at that, but now, but I don't, and I never understood why. Yeah. Because each one of those, even Impact now, the quality is just getting yeah. better. Uh, like ROH, even though ROH doesn't really have any ties to this whole Forbidden Door thing, which they really, really should. Um, uh, it's like the every promotion now, and this is kind of something that was said in the beginning, was that every promotion now is stepping their game up. What, regardless of what fans think, every promotion now, they're going out there, even if it's a slow episode of, you know, uh, power or impact or or you know ROH or or dynamite or you know raw smackdown whatever even if it's a slow night there's still things that they're improving on like storylines uh more tv time for you know wrestlers um you know feuds like everything is being built up on uh i mean like right now ring of honor is like really in on their tournament going on and i've been watching those matches like good god those are some really yeah. solid matches so um it's r right now um well I'll, I'll save this for when we do that yeah. session because yeah everybody um, so what i am going to do is um i'm going to put a post up on top trio and ask folks as well for their opinion where they see AEW and and three years from now, and we can kind of read out their responses as well. Kind of like we do with the other Top Trio podcast, give opportunity for the fans to chime in. Now, I know that's a big talking point for you. You want the fans to really be, really interact with us. There's a few people that, that listen to us, so give them opportunity to kind of speak and uh, give us their insight. For sure. That'll be great. But and again, they, they can tell us. Episode three, uh, we're good. You know, you know we are... <laughs> I'll get it one day. <laughs> one of these days, you'll get the whole DMD thing down. Everybody, you're watching. That was three. <laughs> okay, signing off, everybody. Thank you for uh, listening to us, man. As always, take it easy.